It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Saturday the 6th of August. I'm Laura Cook. And I'm Holly Keogh. Tensions remain high as Palestinian militants hit back following Israeli airstrikes. And Chinese military exercises are launched around Taiwan. Over the longer term, it is a more and more dangerous situation, which is why we do need the United States to be very firm about it to deter future adventures towards Taiwan. The Times Daily World Briefing. We start in Israel, where Israeli aircraft struck in Gaza and Palestinian militants fired rockets at Israeli cities as fighting runs into a second day on Saturday, ending more than a year of relative calm along the border. Jotam Confino is a journalist based in Tel Aviv covering the Middle East. He explained what's been happening since Friday. Israel kept launching airstrikes across the Gaza Strip, targeting, targeting specifically Islamic Jihad targets, rocket manufacturing sites, weapons sites, and in general trying to, to only keep Islamic Jihad responsible. And meanwhile, Islamic Jihad uh, responded. In the past 10 hours, they fired 160 rockets across southern and central Israel. No casualties on the Israeli side yet. Uh, in Gaza, Israel says that they killed around 10 militants, whereas the, the Palestinians are saying that a lot of civilians were actually killed, including a five-year-old girl. At Gaza's Shifa Hospital morgue, grieving relatives included the child's grandfather, Riyad Kadum. What is this child's fault? She was dreaming of going to kindergarten and asked her father for a school bag and clothes. What has she done wrong, this innocent child? Was she firing rockets or fighting? On Friday, Israel said it had launched a special operation in the surprise daytime airstrike on a high-rise building in Gaza City. The attacks hit three different areas. It came after days of lockdowns imposed by Israeli authorities on residents living near Gaza and troop deployments to the area. Jotam Confino explains what led to this point. Earlier this week, Israel arrested a senior, a senior Islamic Jihad uh, member in the West Bank. And following the arrest, Islamic Jihad in Gaza issued a threat to Israel. That's what Israel is saying. They basically said, we will retaliate. It's just a matter of time. So in preparation for that, Israel more or less shut down the entire area adjacent to the Gaza border, meaning shut the highways, told people to stay indoors. So for about four days... Until Friday, thousands of Israelis were in some sort of a lockdown, just expecting or awaiting for Islamic Jihad to retaliate. Egypt, the United Nations and Qatar had begun mediating an end to the violence, according to a Palestinian official, but they added there was no breakthrough yet. Meanwhile, a Western-backed Palestinian Authority official condemned Israel's attacks. Civil Affairs Minister Hussein al-Sheikh said on Twitter... 
we call on the international community to intervene and provide protection for our people. The frontier had been largely quiet since May 2021, when 11 days of fierce fighting between Israel and militants left at least 250 people in Gaza and 13 people in Israel dead. We move now to Taiwan, where Chinese aircrafts and ships are carrying out attack simulation exercises towards the main island this morning. That's according to the island's defence ministry, who say they're dealing with the situation. Natalie So is a journalist and broadcaster in Taiwan and explains what the mood is like there. There is some anxiety, definitely, because, you know, we are used to them sending more planes into our near us. And they've been doing that for the past two years, roughly. And of course, they've been threatening us for the past few decades. So people are used to that. But this is a new level of military activity. It follows two days of live-fired Chinese military drills off Taiwanese shores, sparked by a visit to the island by US House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. The island is self-governed, although China claims it as its own. The former UK foreign secretaries told Times Radio that America needs to stand up to China. William Haig says Taiwan and its status will be an issue in years to come. When the excitement dies down, nothing will have fundamentally changed about the situation in Taiwan. But over the longer term, it is a more and more dangerous situation, which is why we do need the United States to be very firm about it, to deter future adventures towards Taiwan. On the way, a conspiracy theorist is ordered to pay millions in damages and in Illinois, a fishing competition with a difference. The Times Daily World Briefing. Question 1A, $50,000. Question 1B, $10,000. Question 1C, $50,000. Question 1D, no dollars. U.S. conspiracy theorist Alex Jones has been ordered to pay $49.3 million in damages after falsely claiming a 2012 school shooting was a hoax. A jury in Texas ruled the radio host must pay $45.2 million in punitive damages in addition to $4.1 million in compensatory damages they awarded a day earlier. The two-week defamation trial was brought by Scarlett Lewis and Neil Heslin, the separated parents of six-year-old Jesse Lewis, who died in the primary school shooting. Mark Bankston is a lawyer who represented them. I will tell you that my clients today are doing better than they've done in a long time. A long time. Uh, This was a really, really tough couple of weeks. They were not doing well. And they were having encounters here in Austin that were putting them in fear for their lives. They were seeing things on the internet that had them very concerned. Um, And this was a long journey they knew was coming. But for Miss Lewis in particular, to be able to be on that witness stand and address Mr. Jones directly, um, it was a galvanizing moment for her. And, And maybe the light at the end of the tunnel. The punitive damages are meant to act as a deterrent and to stop Jones from repeating his offense. The compensatory damages were meant to cover the cost to the family incurred by Jones's defamation, such as hiring private security during the trial in case a Jones supporter attacked them. This is the first of three trials against Jones, filed by the family of Sandy Hook victims. We move now to Canada, where plans are underway to ban imports of handguns, a development that could see a total freeze on their purchase and sale. 
The measure starts on the 19th of August and is designed to continue until Parliament passes strict new rules that include a permanent importation ban. Public Safety Minister Marco Mendocino said that handguns have one purpose only, and that is to kill people. The government proposed a total ban three months ago after several deadly shootings caused outrage. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau proposed the bill days after a Texas primary school shooting that killed 21 people in May. This would make it impossible to buy, sell, import or transfer handguns anywhere in Canada. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. Now with the big news coming out of Australia in the world of F1, here's John Jackson. It's been reported in Australia that McLaren have told Daniel Ricciardo that fellow Australian Oscar Piastri will replace him at the Formula One team next season. Earlier this week, rival team Alpine, who've invested heavily in Piastri as their reserve driver, announced the Australian as driving for them in 2023, only for him to take to social media to contradict them. McLaren have not yet commented on the situation that could ultimately involve them paying Ricardo not to race for them. The former Red Bull and Renault driver joined the team in 2020, but apart from winning last year's Italian Grand Prix, has failed to live up to expectations at the former champions. This season, he scored a mere 19 points with the highest position of sixth. That's compared to his teammate Lando Norris's 76 points from 13 races. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. It's her fourth solo UK number one album. Beyonce's renaissance follows the star's previous chart toppers, Dangerously in Love, Four and Lemonade. She also made number one as part of Destiny's Child in 2001 with the album Survivor. Not only that, but Beyonce made a big dent in the official UK singles chart too. Renaissance's lead single, Break My Soul, ranked number two in the charts. And two further songs, Cuff It and Alien Superstar, also made the top 20 and the fish start jumping, it's like popcorn and it's crazy and you just start laughing like you're on a roller coaster for the first time. That's Jim Voris talking about a one-of-a-kind annual competition. In a small village near Illinois, a unique contest was started around 17 years ago. The aim was to help rid the Illinois River of Asian carp, an invasive species of fish threatening the Great Lakes region. Now people come from across the world to take part. Fish jump in the air and competitors in boats armed with helmets and nets try and catch them as they saw. Once caught, the fish are turned into fertiliser and animal feed used in products like dog food. Proceeds from the event go to help homeless veterans in Illinois. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Saturday the 6th of August. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.